everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Bevelations, Cocktails and Conversations with Philly's Most Fabulous. I'm Bev. I apologize again for not having a RuPaul's Drag Race recap again this Monday because um, this, to be honest, this sickness has been kicking my ass. I've been sick. I don't know if you can tell from my voice in my recent podcast, but it's very stuffy and nasally and this allergy season into sinus congestion has just been kicking my ass, so I apologize, but we will be back this coming Monday with a jam-packed super episode going over uh, the last two episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race, so stay tuned to that. Today we have a fantastic interview with one of my favorite Philly drag queens, uh, one of the first queens I ever saw when I first moved here, and she's definitely a fan favorite, the amazing uh, The Goddess Isis. We have a fun little interview. She's got a fascinating backstory, and I did make her do her famous uh, warm-up speech at the end, so stay tuned for that. Also, a little bit of business. Um, I am going to be taking the last week of May into the first week of June off. Uh, that's the week after Memorial Day, so there will be no Monday or Wednesday podcast that week. Uh, Ms. Beverly is going on a little vacay for the first time in about 100 years. I am going to Hawaii to reunite with my hubby, who I haven't seen in about eight months. He's been away touring, for those who don't know. So we're going to spend a little week in paradise, and I'm going to take a vacation. So uh, listen to some other bullshit, and then come back to see me the following week, Okay. But stay tuned, and now sit back, relax, and enjoy this fabulous episode with the goddess Isis. Today we are joined by Philly nightlife icon, the goddess Isis. Isis is a 27-year veteran to the drag scene. She calls Chattanooga, Tennessee home, but is originally from Waldorf, Maryland. I did not know that. I'm from Maryland. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> a member of the house of Brooks Deshay, Isis has performed regularly in Cleveland and Chattanooga, Atlanta, Georgia, Birmingham, Alabama, and now hosts the longest-running weekly drag show in the neighborhood. Sinful Sundays with the goddess Isis has been her home show for the last six years. Aside from being a former Miss Philly Gay Pride, 2016's Drag Queen of the Year, and three-time award-winning Philly's Best Host, she is the absolute best singer in Philly. Welcome to Goddess Isis! And for the first time in like 20 episodes, I got through a bio without fucking it up. Yay! Good for you, Practice makes perfect. Hi, Isis. I'm so excited you're here. Hi, Bev. I am too. You are. You. I've been. I've had lots of people request you. You've got really? lots of requests. Oh, well, I'm so, glad yes. I can oblige. You're, you're, you're highly requested base. on something other than Craigslist and um, <laughs> and and Grinder. So yes. <laughs> and to catch a predator. Yes. So I'm enjoying. Uh, for those at home, I'm enjoying a nice Moscow Mule, and Isis is enjoying uh, a shot of whiskey and a glass of Pinot Grigio. Yes. So we're keeping it Cheers. classy. Yes. Cheers. Mostly classy. And I did convince her to put an ice cube in it, as as Judy would. So, take take us. I always say let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. So you are originally from Waldorf, Maryland. I, I did not fucking know that. Yes, born and raised in Waldorf, Maryland. And how long were you there? I was there until I graduated from high school. Oh which wow, was seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So I did most of my early years and. In, in, Waldorf, in Southern Maryland. Maryland, yes. Yes, in old Charles County. Yes, I dated a, a kid in high, high school, school for a very, very short period of time. Where? What high school? 
Uh, well, I, I, I grew up in Westminster, uh-huh. but I carted my ass all the way to Waldorf to, to date a boy. When what I high school did he go to? Oh, I don't fucking know. I don't oh, even okay. remember his name. Okay. I don't think his name was like Kyle. I just remember being like, Waldorf is fucking far away. It is When you're away. driving a 1989 Dodge Omni from Westminster. <laughs> <laughs> I got in my bright yellow... 1974 Dodge Dart Swinger, and I hightailed it the fuck yeah. out of there as soon as I possibly could. And then you went to Tennessee? I went to Tennessee to go to school and become a preacher. Yes. And okay. we all see how that turned out. So talk, talk to us about that, because you, you, that's part of one of your... Uh, you always have your, your introduction to yourself that I love, and it's and I, it's been a while since I've been out and heard it, but you always talk about like something about being wanting to be a minister and then getting... Oh, started. well... Um, that's how it started out. I went to um, Tennessee to go to Lee University, which I got kicked out of before I could graduate. <laughs> for? Um, for being a drag queen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they didn't like that at okay. all. Yeah. Was that a Christian school? It was. Okay. A Church of God, actually. Oh, okay. Was it like a, like a ministerial? It was yeah. Like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Everyone graduates with a minor in Bible theology. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and... Uh, Seminary was right next door, okay, so you know okay. once you graduated from there and you wanted to move on and, and over to Jim go Jones. full on, yeah, Jim, Jim and Tammy Faye. Oh yes, yes. And so then, like, when did drag come into the drag picture? was in the picture before I went to college? Actually, okay. Um, I started doing drag in Washington D.C. Oh wow, where? Um, Rascals. Okay. Long, long time ago. That place is dead and buried. Okay. Um, I used to party at Tracks nightclub. Okay. Okay. In Washington, D.C. And we would go to Rascals <laughs> every now and again. And my first time to Rascals was when I was 16. We, I wasn't old enough to be in there, obviously. Uh-huh. Mm. And so we being 16, we're showing up at the bar at 8 o'clock. So no one's idea, you know. Mm-hmm. We're thinking it's all cute. So I go, we go there and first floor... Is a drag show, but it hadn't started yet. We go up to the second floor, and it's nothing but porn playing up <laughs> on the second floor. And then we go up to the third floor, and it's completely nude male dancers on the bar. I'm just like, uh, they had to warn me three times. Just you can't touch <laughs> the dancers. That's funny. And then the drag show started. I'm like, Dad, the Masters, I didn't have my fucking phone on silent mode. <laughs> Sorry. Then the um, drag show starts, and they did what they referred to as a suicide show, which was where they just dragged someone, no pun intended, out of the audience. Oh, God, and put them in drag? Put them in drag and make them do a song. Oh, God. And okay. there it was. I was born the goddess Isis. Oh, okay. Right okay. there at 16 years old, came out and did Mariah Carey's Make It Happen. I was going to do Whitney Houston. <laughs> a Vinchel, a Kurt Vinchel, uh, uh standby. She loves that song. <laughs> that is the very first song I ever performed in drag. I was going to do Whitney Houston, and I was formed by the host. No one does Whitney Houston but her. <laughs> Even okay. though she's a Patti LaBelle impersonator. What was her name? Uh, Sparkle. Spark, just Sparkle? Just Sparkle, yeah. Okay. I consider her my... Yeah, bless her heart, God rest in uh-huh. peace. Um, I consider her kind of my first drag mother. Uh-huh. And then... Yeah, it was all downhill from there. That's so funny. So, okay, so then, like, are there, I mean, I'm familiar, I'm not, I've never been to Chattanooga. Luke is from East Tennessee, like yes. Newport. Ooh, um, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Pigeon Forge, Dollywood. Oh, yeah, they almost burned to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where, where were you doing drag in Tennessee? In Tennessee, when I first moved there, went to college for a few years, 
Um, and then met a few drag queens down there. Claire Deshay, who is my now drag mother, met her, and she put me in drag and took me to a bar in Cleveland, Tennessee. <laughs> There's a Cleveland, Tennessee. Cleveland, Tennessee, which okay. is where I went to school. Okay. Uh, right next to Chattanooga. Um, called D's Place. <laughs> okay. Which was right next to the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> well, convenient. Go right afterwards. And it was a dry county, so they only served beer, and you could only drink up until midnight. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I got I started doing drag there after having a nice hiatus for a few years, and then built up a fan base there, and eventually took over as host... Mm-hmm. At that place, and it's still to this day the only job I've ever been fired from. Really? Yeah, there's this um, big lesbian. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it wasn't D. That was she named the place after her wife, but I can't remember what her name was. But she was mean and hateful. And she you just was didn't very get along with angry. Her? No, I got along with her very well, and then just one night for some crazy reason, I pissed her off, and she fired you. Fired me. Yeah, oh, wow. because I wouldn't play middleman. Between oh. her and the girls. I thought you were going to say since it's because you wouldn't play Melissa Etheridge. Oh, no. Oh, no. I did plenty of <laughs> Melissa Etheridge there, honey. <laughs> come to I my window. Play, I wouldn't play Come to My Window, so the bitch kicked me out. No, that's funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one. Got played many times. I actually tore the lights out of the ceiling doing it, and I'm the only one. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. So then, so after Tennessee, was it right to Philly, or there were... No, couple- Tennessee. I moved to Georgia after that for a couple of years um, and played around there. Still mostly back and forth between Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. And then after that, uh, me and my husband moved to Kentucky. <laughs> You're just doing a tour of the South. I yeah. love it. So we lived in Kentucky for a little over eight years before we decided to move to Philly. I didn't really do a lot of drag when I moved to Kentucky. We would just book out of state. Like I would go back and forth to Tennessee and Birmingham and... Georgia and places like that and mm. just do drag at like Pride and things like that and people that would that I knew that were club owners would book me for stuff now like that. Now was it always was she always ISIS? Yes. No, it's, it's always been um it's for always- a month okay, I was born ISIS. My original my original name, which no one knows this, well is ISIS Hot Scoop, here we go. Yes, is ISIS Nucci. Isis Nucci? Yes, that is my original drag name given to me by my um, high school boyfriend who okay. named me Isis. What does Nucci mean? I have no idea. Okay. I did. Okay, I didn't know. I was like, Just, is that some... No, it sounded like... It sounded like, designer. Is that a pun? So I, I don't get it. it. Okay. But I didn't, I didn't keep it at all. I, after I moved to Tennessee, I dropped it. And I actually started drag again as Pandora okay. for a week. Okay. And then decided, no, I didn't like that. And I went back to Isis and then dropped the Nucci, just became the goddess Isis after that. Yeah. And okay. then my best friend moved to Philly before me and my husband did and was just like, hey, move to Philly. We'll hang out and tear up the city. I was like, okay, I want to get the hell out of the country. Yeah. You know, I'm just tired of hearing meth labs blow up in my backyard. <laughs> Moonshine, moonshine distilleries blow. No, the moonshine places were fine. Oh. <laughs> it was the mobile meth labs that were getting to me. Oh well, that can cramp your style. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so tell us what Philly was like when you moved here, like gay, gay uh, scene wise. Gay scene, we were thrown right into it immediately because um, my best friend, we our office was right in the middle of the neighborhood, right over top of Taboo. 
and we ran a gay directory. Okay. A directory for the gay community. Okay. I won't say the name of it. That's fine. Because I don't think they're open anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Might have been because of us. Oh, okay. Not really sure. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We'll cross-reference this with Brittany Lynn's. Uh... Yeah, so our <laughs> office was right in the middle of the neighborhood. So we just, we did a lot of business with the bars in the area. Mm-hmm. And we were out in here. So every day, in the middle of the day, we would just go to whatever bar and have lunch and cocktails. Mm-hmm. And then go back to work drunk and high. Okay. So it was great. And then that caved in and then I started working at Taboo. Okay. And that didn't start until we were here in April of 2010 is when we first moved here. Okay. And didn't start Simple Sundays until January 20th of 2011. Okay. So we were here Damn near a year before we even really started even thinking about drag at yeah. all. But it was fun. We were right in the middle of the gay scene. We were at every event. It was fantastic. I was having so much fun. So then that was, I mean, obviously Bob and Barbara's has been going on. Was it still 12th Air? 12th Air was still there, and it was Q Lounge on the okay. corner where Bob, uh, well, Bud Maryland's Bud is. is now. Okay. Um, Taboo had just turned into Taboo, formerly Sal's. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. And so, and then you, we don't have to talk about her too much, but you got involved with um, Dollhouse. Dollhouse, yes, which was... um, Were you one of the originals? I was one of the originals, yes. It was um, me and Cherry Pop and Rhoda Dickens. Cherry Pop, who I had to explain what a podcast was to her, because I asked her to do it. She's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, while you're while you're flying sometime, pick up a dictionary and look up what a fucking podcast is. Oh, God, that poor dumb bitch. Anyways, I digress. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's the reason our airlines are in the situation <laughs> they're in today. Right? Right, no comment. <laughs> they need to drag Future guest, if she figures out what a podcast is, Cherry Pop. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay, so she then. She thought a podcast was a bunch of clones on the radio. Yes. So, um, for those who are, I always treat this like like people are idiots and they don't know what we're, what we're referencing. So describe Sinful Sundays to uh, to a, a listener who doesn't know. Sinful Sundays is basically your down home dive bar drag show. Mm-hmm. It's I let my girls do what the fuck they want to do, and we don't take it that seriously. We go in there and we do shows. We're as professional as we possibly can be. <laughs> At 11 o'clock on a Sunday night. <laughs> no, it's a strict 10.30 oh, okay. Okay. It's a strict 10.30. We've been reprimanded oh, okay. several times. We've I, been... I can't imagine by whom. Oh, oh, God. You just... <laughs> we'll talk about that off, off yeah. my phone. No, no, Jeff Sotland is mean when it comes down to shit like that. <laughs> He'll just tell you. No comment. Love you, Jeff Sotland. Yeah, um, I love you, Jeff. Yeah, I want to keep my bookings. Yeah, keep my show. Um, Not going to leave there until you And you all have been doing that for six years. That's awesome. Six years now, yeah. We just had our six-year anniversary in January. And it's you. The core cast is like you, Omira. Me, Omira, and Nevaeh are the... uh, As close to the original three as you can possibly let it get. Me and Omira were were original two. Diana Darling... Oh, she who shall not be named. She and <laughs> the Voldemort of the drag scene. Just don't say her name two more times. She'll show up like Beetlejuice. I know. Oh, God, in the mirror. She'll just pop up. Uh, but Nevaeh came right after... Um, her. Yes. 
and her. But I have a <coughs> never-ending list of rotating right. girls. I've yeah. got um, Brooklyn and Melanie. Mm-hmm. I have to pair them up so that I can remember <laughs> who they are. So it's Brooklyn and Melanie, Roxy and Mary. Satan and... Satine and Safira. Okay. And then Vinchel and Porcelain. Okay. Yes. So they all kind of rotate. Rotate and out. So it's a different... Yeah, whenever they're available. A lot of my girls, like, Roxy has been doing so much shit lately. I hardly Roxy ever get... Roxy Boom Boom. Roxy Boom Boom, okay. yeah. I rarely get to see her anymore because she's like... She's... Celebrity hairstylist. Oh, is she? Yeah. I don't. I don't know her very well at, at all. I've only ever met her a few times. Yes, and it's like I feel like I just recently found all these things out about her. Like, and she's just done a lot of things. I'm like, so she stays busy. And Brooklyn Ford, you know, she's busy out at drag con selling her fingernails getting getting her wallet stolen oh my and god you heard about that yeah, too oh girl yeah it was all over Facebook. you heard she found it though yeah. right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. i was like god damn it hamburger marries can't trust the fucking bitch this in that place we can't have nice things seriously it's true the curse true. of the wendy ho she had her shit stolen then brooklyn went and did her show <laughs> then the nurse shit got stolen the curse of the ho wendy ho i love her i love her too um she gives me shit. She's one of the inspirations for me doing this podcast because I listen to hers. It's one of my favorites. Really? I love I love me some Wendy. My drag mother turned me on to Wendy Ho. I love me some Wendy. I went to visit her. Shout in- out, Wendy. I doubt you listen to this, but I've tagged you in a couple posts <laughs> about it. I went and visited my drag mother in Chattanooga, and she played me Fuck Me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, I need to have this in my life. Yeah, she and says, she's like, if I if I ever got residuals for how many drag queens have done just that song, she's like, I wouldn't have to record another fucking song. She about. really <laughs> wouldn't. I owe her millions of dollars. <laughs> I think every drag queen does to some extent. So that's funny. Okay, so we're caught up pretty much to the future, to, to the present. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you're you are um, all over the place, and so let's. That's just me in life in general. True, true that, yeah. Um, so I always like to um, sort of ask, like, okay, so you you are a, you are a veteran um, in the community here. What advice do you have, or what thoughts do you have on the current? Gayborhood scene. Do you have any advice? Do you have any um, observations? Stop doing drag. <laughs> This is my favorite part of the podcast. Stop doing drag. Oh, my God. Every faggot in the fucking gamerhood. I know. Has to put on a dress and so come many. out. Now, oh, There's I just so many. want to stab myself in the face. I know. And it sounds hypocritical because that was me like three years ago. But, yeah, it's like every time you turn around, it's like, no, why? But I remember, I remember um, in the beginning of my career when I first started doing drag, when I actually gave a shit. Lord knows I gave up on that years ago. <laughs> you give a shit. You're I really don't. No, I mean... <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Come to Simple Sundays. <laughs> I mean, I, I put effort into what I do, but it's not like... I'm not trying to prove myself anymore. Oh, yeah, totally. And these uh, girls... Oh, my God, it's exhausting. They all look the same. Yep. Even the fucked up ones look the same now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Even the crazy one. I walked up to a girl. I walked up to a girl that I thought was pretty girl because she had the thing on, and I was just like, "Wait, you're wait." Someone no. stole the pretty girl. Oh, yes, and I was just like, "Oh wait, on. like really? Y'all stop it now." Yeah. Oh God. Like everyone either looks like Brooklyn Ford. Or, or Cheryl. Or try, exactly. <laughs> trying to be Ariel. Cheryl or what? Cheryl? Ch- Just fucking Cheryl wigs. Oh, Shout out yes. to wigs by Cheryl. Yes, I want you to make me outfits and wigs. Just one, because I don't like them that much. <laughs> and and ship them from Jersey so we don't have it's, to deal with them. Oh, in God. Yes, it's summertime. I don't need that fur coat on my head. <laughs> So now that's good. So one of your, I mean, you do wear wigs sometimes, but your signature look, I would say for Isis is the bald head with the makeup. Since going. Philly, yes, yes. Okay, so that was going to be my question. Has it always been that way no, or that's, that's been a, an evolution? That's been an evolution. It didn't occur to me to even try to do that until I moved to Philly. And then it just turned into a beast all on its own. Because I was trying so to fun. think, every time I have a guest on, I try to remember when, like the first time I either saw them or met them was. And I think the first time I moved here in like August, six, almost six years ago. So Outfest, I think that year was the first time that I'd seen you. It was on the main stage and you were hosting... Outfest? Yeah, mm. on the stage. It was it was year it was like sort of rainy out, so they had a tent over the stage. <laughs> and it was like you, uh, uh, the Short Bus Sisters. Oh, God, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, who is this bald bitch? Yes! <laughs> And she was funny, and she was. Fa- I was like, oh. So yeah, I was trying to do my thing. Yes, and that's when I was just a mousy, uh, homely lady wearing Judy's old church clothes and one, <laughs> and one mousy, one mousy brown wig. I knew you though. I pointed out that Marilyn girl from before. Yeah, I knew I was you were wearing old church clothes. So um, aside from don't do drag, um, <laughs> if they insist on doing drag, even though you tell them not to, uh, any advice for for a baby queen? Have fun. Make it fun. Don't be too serious about it. It's, you know, once you turn it into something that's actual work, then you take the fun out of it, and then it's... Yeah, that's true. Might as well just stomp it. Like, it's it's fun for me. I always enjoyed it, and there was a time when it was work, and I didn't mind that it was work. And now I... I have fun with it. I live in it, and I eat up the energy when I can from my audience and from the girls that I work with. But at the end of the day, we're a bunch of boys in dresses lip syncing to other people's music. True. True. After dark. True. So, you know, I don't take it that seriously anymore. Not to where it's, oh, God, my life isn't going to go on if I don't get on RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, yeah. You know, some queens are like that. And, you know, good for that. But, yeah. mm -mm. Well, now you, you did mention that you are Philadelphia's best singer. I am, bitch. So, so yeah, talk to me about that. So she's always been a singer? I um, I like to think so, yes. I grew up in a um, very musical household. My dad was in a band. We were kind of like the um, Mexican partridge family. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I grew up singing, doing all that ever since I was a kid, and my family never lets me stop. So my okay. parents used to actually stand me up on the coffee table and dress me up like Elvis with a little fake guitar. <laughs> nice. And make me sing for company when they would come over. Oh, wow. oh no, it was trifling. <laughs> and uh, traumatizing. They're like, this is why I'm a drag queen. It, no, it really me. is. You it, put you, me in sequence at an early age. You've seen my first drag picture, right? It was like me five years old dressed as Dolly Parton. <laughs> no, 
don't think that I have. Oh my god, I'll I show it to, to you now. at some point. I need to now. But it's my mother dressed me up as Dolly Parton. I still <laughs> blame her allergies. to this day for making me a drag queen. That's hysterical. That's so funny. Um, and did you, I'm assuming you like sang in church and that church. Um, not growing up, not until after I got out of high school. That didn't become a part of my scene. Oh, okay. Until okay. after I got out of high school, right? It was like you know when people go to prison and then they get out and they're all saved <laughs> and sanctified. Yes. Like I found Jesus in the hole, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. The we year not, after, we're not going to touch that one. No, year after high school, I found Jesus. Okay. Quote unquote, and then did that whole thing. And I did sing in choir. The reason that I went to this church in the first place was just because the music was amazing and the pastor sounded like Luther Vandross. And I was like, <laughs> okay. yes, I am getting in this church right here. I'm getting me a solo. <laughs> I just wanted to be on the mic. Yeah. And then it turned into everything that it did. Yeah. Um, and so, and you, I've seen you sing, you sing in drag. Sometimes. I do sometimes, yes. When she gets the spirit, yeah. When the spirit moves her, yes, yes. Or when the when the sh- the, the the whiskey oh, and, the, yes. and the PBR gets her, yes, yes. When the Holy Ghost sweeps in like a, <laughs> like a mighty rushing wind. So let's do. Uh, the, I call them twenty questions. We normally only get through about three or four. Oh God. Um, so what is your best drag experience so far? Suspension. Okay, explain to that. Suspension is when I got my back pierced and hung from the ceiling of Voyeur and <laughs> okay. did that. That was probably the best experience. What song did you do? Um, it was a long mix of old songs that are just relatable just to me. And okay. then I ended with uh, Try by Pink. Okay. While I was suspended in the middle of the air. Just from your back? Try, yeah, just from my shoulders. Oh my god. And it looks like two snakes bit me on the back. Do you still have scars? I don't know. I haven't looked in a long time. <laughs> I also haven't shaved back there in well, a while. Well, <laughs> I'll let y'all know in the, in the after show. Um, so, what was that for? Um, it was for Porcelain's show. Porcelain was the one that um, she convinced me to do it. I've always wanted to do it since I was a kid. Right. I, it the, was something I wanted to do since I was 11 years old. Oh my god. Um, when I was a kid, me and my dad watched a movie called Little Big Man with Dustin Hoffman. And part of the ritual for becoming a man when you're um, Native American, which I am half Native American, it's, um, but they used to use eagle talons to hang you up. And they would suspend you in the air, usually from the chest or from the back and things like that. And I was just like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And I was like, I want to do that someday. And I finally found the opportunity to do it. And oh, Porcelain wow. brought that about. And it was, it really was a religious experience for me. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. To each they own. Miss <laughs> Beverly, you'll, you will never catch Miss Beverly doing that. Um, so on the other end of the spectrum, what's your most embarrassing uh, drag memory? <laughs> there um, can be multiples if you would like. Well, the the one that comes to mind first of all is the Bring Your Shit Show. Okay, everyone's heard. I about think I've this, heard this story, but tell, where tell I us fired, it. I ended the show halfway through the this show. This was your birthday. This was show. my birthday show, and I had done many, 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 many shots before the show <laughs> even started. Okay, and <laughs> in my drunken state, I thought we were at the end of the show, and we were only at the midway part. And I was already telling the girls to come downstairs because the show was over. And they were just getting ready for their second numbers. And I was just like, 
All right, bitches, if y'all don't come downstairs now, y'all are all fired. Y'all can get the hell out of here, blah, blah, blah. So I fired the entire cast. Oh my God. Of Sinful Sunday. And then I told them, and then I t- proceeded to tell them, you can bring your shit next week, or you can bring it the week after. And then I gave the mic to someone, and then I went upstairs. I didn't put any hair on. I came downstairs in just my shapewear. Not an outfit, just like bra panties and like a cincher. No shoes on. I got in a cab. And I told the guy, I'm going to 12th and Walnut. He says, we're, we're on, on 12th, 12th and Walnut. And I still have no idea how I got home that night. So you like, did they just house. continue the show? Yeah, like I don't know left? what. I still, to this day, have no idea what happened. <laughs> They're like, well, she's and gone, I'm pretty but we're sure, all still here. I'm pretty sure I peed in my purse that night when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened. <laughs> that's that's the best one I've heard so far. Yeah, that's... Brittany Lynn talked about shitting in a uh, in a sink, but um, this is this <laughs> this one's. Have you interviewed Porcelain one. yet? No, not yet. <laughs> I can only imagine. I can only imagine. That's hysterical. Oh, it's a mess. Okay, yeah, that's probably the most embarrassing. That's a really good one. Um, well, normally I ask what advice, but we've already done that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's your thoughts on all of this inner drag fighting and turmoil and shit that seems to be going in? Go in, Mama. You're one of the mamas. I Go don't in. know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. She gonna plead Any the specifics? Fifth. She gonna plead the fifth. I'm not. I'm not naming names. I don't want receipts. I mean, do you want to talk about Mimi and porcelain? No, 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 no. I wasn't even. I mean, there's. That's no? only one of the, okay. one of many ones. <laughs> Because that's drama in itself. Well, there's I mean, always drama between some people. That's why I stay off of Facebook most of the that's time. That's true. I don't want to say anything that I can't take back. Very true. Yes. But, well, like, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of infighting in the drag scene, and I, I've i never seen the point in any of it. Yeah. I feel like we have bigger fish to fry than that. Like, yeah. Like, we, there are enough people out there that want us... Completely done and beat down and dead right. and out of the scene. We don't need our own brothers and sisters doing the same thing to us that everyone outside has already been doing for years right. to all of us. Right. So you know, I you know, I don't see why we can't all bond together. I can't see. I don't see why everyone can't have their own thing. If why everyone can't have right their own piece of the pie. Right. You know, I've always yeah. lived by it. I mean, for. And Philly is one of those scenes where it feels like there is a place for everybody. So just let everybody have yeah. their place. It's not like we're all fighting for the same one thing. It's Well, funny. not well, everybody's fighting for this one same well, one thing. Some of them are. Well, true. True. So um, as we're winding down here, uh, any shit you want to plug? Plug your shit? Um, of course, Simple Sunday. Every Sunday at Taboo Lounge and Sports Bar. Doors open at 9 o'clock. Showtime 1030. Never a cover. Always good cocktails, always good company. You know, we keep it down and dirty, down home, down south, you know. We ride dirty. <laughs> we ride dirty. We ride dirty. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Shout out to Cherry Pop. Just kidding. Um, so, um, but I, I also, if you mm-hmm. let me, um, please, um, one of my favorite shows in Philadelphia right now mm-hmm. is Philly's Foxes. Mm-hmm. I have to mention them because, of course, my roommate... Because you live with, like, half of them. Yeah, my roommate and my sister, Omira Lynn, is a part of that cast. And 
they actually got me really excited about drag again once I saw them and the way they work together and the way they fight together and the way they mm-hmm. work and cooperate and things like that. And they remind me of my drag family growing up because they, they don't always get along, but the product they put out is incredible and they right. live off of each other's differences and yeah. make the things that are alike greater because they are all so different. It's fantastic. I love that show. Yeah. I just, I just talked to uh, Poison last night about coming on and I've already had, um, Oh yeah. You're going to get some good shit. I've already had, I've already had Maria and, and Iris. So yeah, I'm sure. That Mexican. (laughs) She allowed to make that joke. She let you know herself. She's Puerto Rican. I'm allowed to call her. (laughs) So, well, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. So, um, I want you for our listeners, because I haven't heard it in so long. Give me, give me the, the ISIS, um, speech that starts, your, your introduction of, of yourself that I, that we can all pretty much say in our sleep now. So I'm going to say you're going to do my introduction mm-hmm. here at the end. Okay, good. Okay, yes. got it. Okay. Well, for those of you that do not know, ISIS is my name and fake pussy is my game. I am dressed like mama, but I am hung like daddy. I'm from deep down south. I'm horse fed and I'm country and cornbread. That means I can drive your tractor and ride your husband home all at the same motherfucking time. How you doing? How your mom and them's? Now, if you're from the south, you know that there's only three things that we love down south more than anything else. Number one, fried chicken. <laughs> Number two, Jesus. And number three, dick. Everybody in the South loves dick. And usually, dick beats out Jesus every time. (laughs) Yay! Yay! And if you're used to being up in my house, you know that there's one way I like to reduce the stress in my life is by coming out and yelling obscenities in public places. So, as you're listening to this, if you would like to participate with me, please feel free to join in. So when I say attitude check, y'all say fuck you. Attitude check, fuck fuck you. you. Yes, that was great, but this time I want you to act like it's Christmas Eve and I just punched your mama in the titty. Attitude check, (laughs) fuck you. Oh, that was great, honey. Okay, how you doing? How you mom and them's? That's because they are always riled up at that point. I love it. They get crazy. I love it. Well, you've been a delight. Thank you for coming over. Thank you for having me. All right. Tune in next week. Bye. Yes, that was our interview with the amazing, the goddess Isis. She is one of my favorites. So I hope you enjoyed it as well. As always, if we're not friends on Instagram, follow me at It's Bev Bitch on Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook under my Bev page or my boy page just by searching Bev. And you'll find me there. Uh, That has all of my... uh, upcoming show dates, any announcements about the podcast. I am working on getting a fan page for the podcast itself. Uh, Please keep the amazing positive comments coming. I know you all are big fans of Miss Vinchel being here on the podcast. I'm going to try to work with her some more. Um, If you're a subscriber on iTunes, please uh, like and leave a positive review on there. That helps me get some viewership. And stay tuned. We'll see you next week. Bye.